Hi guys, Esther Kesmira here and welcome, welcome, welcome to another one of my episodes. And we're talking about self-love, how much you love yourself. And this is something that's so close to my heart. I'm so excited that I'm speaking to you today about it because oh, um, I've got so so many people messaging me back and asking me about this whole self-love thing. And I just thought I would explain it on here. So basically self-love. We've been going through strategies, but so many people are wondering, what is it? You know, why should I do all these things? And then I realized that actually we're not programmed to look look out for ourselves. We're programmed to look out for other people. And we do more for other people than we do for ourselves. You know, it, it is normal. It is what has been happening. But the thing is, you are more important than any of your family members because if you're not around, you won't be able to serve them. Your health is more important than any of your family members because if you don't have your health, you don't have you and you can't give anything without your health. And so that's why I created this self-love club because it is, it's a reminder for what we need to do in order to, in order to serve in order to manage life rather than having life managing us. And it came from, I've, I've told my story on the previous episodes, but it came from me just giving everything and neglecting myself completely. So I neglected myself to the point where I started to hate myself. I started to not care about myself. I started to become indifferent about myself. And that's when I realized that actually... How could I hit this low? You know, I remember that day very clearly going to the dentist and she asked me one simple question. Do you brush your teeth? And I was, I was in such a down place that I realized actually some days I used not to bother, you know. And so that was my lowest point, you know, in my life. And I, I went home and I realized that why am I living like that? Why why couldn't I just wake up in the morning and brush my teeth every day? What, what, what's the harm in that? But that's how far you can get. And it, it creeps up on you. It happens so slowly, you know. Things just mount on one thing on top of the other. They start stacking and stacking. And then you just become indifferent. You're like, what's the point? You know, you wake up in the morning and you're like, what's the point? But the thing is, you woke up. And when you wake up, it means God is not through with you yet. The universe is not through with you yet. I don't know who you believe in, you know, but in whichever person or God or place or thing you believe in, they're not done with you. That's why you're waking up in the morning to get another chance. And that's strongly how I believe in life. And so this self-love thing comes from my, my, my culture as well. You know, I'm from Africa and in Africa, women are not really people who are seen as people who are dreamers, who are creators, who are innovators, who who can look after a, fa- a home, a family. Women are the people who are seen but not heard, you know. So as a woman growing up in Uganda, where I come from, it's like the woman's place is in the kitchen. And so when I think back to my aunties, to my mom, to everyone, 
you say these people had dreams. Everyone has a dream. Everyone has to do, wants to do something for themselves. Because if you think about it, everyone likes to be significant. You like to have something that you're good at, you know, that you're seen to do, that you want to serve. But women, a lot of women I grew up with and the culture I have grown up in is like women have to put their needs last, you know. The dreams of your husband, the dreams of your kids come way, way, way ahead to what you're dreaming. No one will even ever ask you what you want to do because you're looked after, you know. You're looked after, you're in the home, you're cooking food and giving birth to kids and doing all the things that you have to do domestically. And that is your role. These days it has started to change. So friends of mine have careers and they're working and I'm so proud of them. And they're even doing much better than the men that they're married to, which is really interesting. But that's not the point. The point is, growing up, it was like, if you're a woman, you take the back seat. You know, you really do take the back seat. And the dreams of your husband are more important than yours. The dreams of your kids are more important than yours. Even the dreams of your family are more important than yours. And you, you, you're programmed and conditioned to to not even think of your dreams or what you want to do for yourself or even to look out for yourself and just, you know, go on holiday for yourself. If you think of anything, the first people you think of are your family because they come first. They're the people that, they're the people that you feel are more important than you. But guess what? You're the most important because you're the one who gave birth to those kids. You're the life giver, you know? So I feel anyone looking after a child, because I've done it, it's the most important role. They're the most important people in this world because they're, they're giving birth to the future, you know? They're creating the future. I mean, what more important role could anyone in this life play? Yes, the man plays a role, of course, but the woman is the one who is giving birth. She's the one literally bringing those kids up, nurturing them every day. That is the most powerful thing that I've ever gone through. And so, back to this. What happens after that? After that, imagine growing up and the things you want to do, but you can't do them because of what society expects of you, you know? And so... You don't have that chance. And that's one of the reasons why I really thank God that I have been, I, I came to the UK <laughs> because I found it strange. I won't lie. I found it strange the opportunities that I had when I came here because I came with that culture in my head. And so this was, I was like, you mean I can just set up a business? You mean I can just get a job? You mean I can just do anything I want? It was surreal. I won't lie. It was surreal. And you're not looked at as a woman. You're looked at as an individual. You're looked at as somebody who is, is, is equal. And it took a while to get used to. It really did. But anyway. So when you grow up and you have things that you want to do, they're burning inside of you but you can't really do them because you have to put other people first. It makes you bitter. It makes you angry. It makes you sad. 
you don't really live a life fulfilled and you never get to know what you're capable of doing. You, n- you never get to hit that high, you know. Look at women like Oprah Winfrey. Imagine her, a married woman in Africa, not allowed to say or do anything and be told what to do every day and given money every day to buy food and look after the kids. Imagine if she was choked like that. Would we have a billionaire today? Is my question. And so that's how important dreams are. That really is how important they are. And so this episode is just to give you the reasons why, you know, the reasons why, if you write down the reasons why you should look after yourself, the reasons why you should love yourself is because we're not brought up like that. We're not brought up in a way that you have to put your needs first. You're brought up in a way that you have to look after others, you know, especially caregivers. Caregivers are the, the most important people in society, I feel, because of the role they play. It's so powerful. But you as an individual, you have to love yourself because when you love yourself, there are three things I feel you start to conquer or that I started to conquer when I started to love myself. One, fear. Two, limited vision. And three, low self-esteem. Those are the three things. Those are the three reasons. If there's any reason why you should do this, those, these should be the three reasons. Fear is one of the reasons that uh, that used to wake me up at night because you have all these things you're thinking about, you know, and all these things you want to do. And I didn't realize this, actually, but the fear hormone, it actually kicks in in the mornings. And that's why I started to exercise in the mornings when I found that out. And so what I do in the morning as part of my self-care routine is I exercise because fear is physical. And so when you exercise, all those things you're worried about disappear. It is weird. They all disappear. You start to feel powerful because you've exerted yourself. And I'm talking about a proper exercise as in jogging, as in cycling, you know, if you have a peloton at home, well done. Cycling, running, doing something so physical in the morning, fasting in the morning. We're talking 5 a.m., 6 a.m. And that is powerful. That is one of the most important things you can ever do because you can never perform and serve people and deal with life's challenges without a strong body, without a health. So develop a health plan. What health plan do you have? Very basic. Start off with a very basic health plan and just put it out there and just start doing it every day in small, small bite sizes. What I do every day now is I exercise and I've never felt stronger. I've never felt more alive. I feel like I can conquer anything. You know, it is the most amazing thing. So on this journey of self-love, I've given you strategies. Call a friend. I hope you've done that because it's one of the most important things. Schedule something, a nice meal, something that you can do to make you feel good. And do it on purpose. 
Don't just say, ah, oh, I'll see if I can do it. No, schedule it as important as a meeting because it's important. You have to connect. Connection is part of the six human needs. Connection is so important. So make sure you reach out to that person, that person you really love. It could be your wife. It could be your husband. It could be your partner. It could be anyone, you know. Reach out to them. It could be your kid, your son. Maybe you've never seen your son in, I don't know, two months. Call him. Schedule something. Have a meal. Connect with them. Switch your phone off and just listen to what they have to say. Engage in that conversation. That connection is very important. Two, get off social media for a day. You know, so we've talked about those strategies. Just come off social media and just get some silence, you know, because in creating ideas, ideas come from you being silent and letting your mind just wander. So take that day off from your phone, from all technology and just it's normally like a Sunday if you don't work on weekends and just chill and you'll find that you'll get some freedom because there's nothing like peace of mind. That's something I never take for granted anymore. And so seek that peace of mind and schedule it. So the third thing is exercise. Do it once or twice a week. Start off there. But your goal, maybe a year from now or six months from now, is to do it every day. Because exercise is necessary. It's important. You have to schedule it into your whole day because if you don't do it life will start to program you so you have to program your life you have to control it and these are the strategies i'm going to be sharing loads loads i tell you this is just like the tip of the iceberg they call it and so i've got to go because i don't like talking longer than 15 minutes um, and I, I value your time. I like you to just listen to this just a bit, just to get you thinking, you know, to get you starting to do things and think about things in a certain direction. And so I got to go, but schedule that, get that exercise in, get that friend you can do it with in the morning, you know, somebody you can run with or somebody you can get the peloton. It's, it's, it's cheap, you know, well, what's the price of your health? And so guys, I got to go. But I hope you have an amazing day. Live with passion. Live with positivity. Smile. No matter what. Smile. Because any minute you don't spend feeling joyful is a wasted minute. I can tell you that. It really is. No matter what is happening. There is nothing more important than peace of mind. There is nothing more important than feeling joyful. So... If you're not feeling joyful, there's a reason why. And start to look at those reasons because you have to feel joyful. I gotta go, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will look forward to speaking to you in my next episode. Bye for now.